0: Thank you for listening to the Friday Night Dice
1: Podcast.
0: If you want more content, you can visit twitch.tv forward slash saberwolfgaming. That's twitch.tv forward slash saberwolfgaming, spelled two M's.
2: We find ourselves in the Sword Coast, just east of Neverwinter in the ruins of Thundertree. Near the place where the Neverwinter River emerges from Neverwinter Woods stands the abandoned village of Thunder Tree. The buildings here have long uh, since um, been left to ruin. There was a volcano that erupted 30 years ago, uh, a mountain just to the north. White Plume Mountain. Uh, burying the area in ash, causing the local villagers to uh, flee in terror. It has long since been abandoned. However, there is a uh, uneasy uh, presence that is uh, taken over the area. Uh, it is quite a beautiful scene, though. It is uh, midday. Uh, the sun is shining. There is a dome of fog above you, about 60 feet up in the air. Um, it doesn't it's forming in such a way that it's um it's not natural obviously, just the way the uh, the fog is is forming. Um, some of the buildings are intact, but most of them have uh, deteriorated to the point where there's only a foundation left. If it wasn't taken over by this menace venom thing, the green dragon, you would think this is quite a quite uh, a quaint place, a good place to maybe um, start a new life and take over um, some of the uh, the buildings that uh, were left intact and repurposing them for uh, maybe a new uh, village. However, you find yourselves in the midst of a battle. Now where we left off last time, we have uh, Venom Fang has summoned some cultists. The cultists appear to be worshippers of Tiamat, the evil dragon god. Venom Fang is clearly an adult green dragon. Um, most powerful. Uh, green dragons are known to be quite um, cunning and intelligent. And they're also known to be um, dabblers in the magical arts. And as soon as you entered Thunder Tree, you were approached by what you thought was a lizard folk druid named Fezzik. However, it turned out to be Venomfang himself, transformed himself into this form to deceive and trick you, as green dragons are known to do. A battle ensued quite quickly. Um, The uh, green dragon, uh, used his breath attack several times at least twice if i recall uh rayon uh went down the artificer went down as well and uh right now we find ourselves at the top of the order with fezzik however we were gonna go back and uh redo a uh, Rayon's turn, which was, let me see, when was it? It was just at the bottom of the order. Correct, right?
3: Correct? Uh, yeah, it was two people ago. Now,
2: I have an offer for you, Saber. OK. I will let you go back, and you can try to use your tattoo. Okay. However, at the same time, Venom Fang wants a redo as well. If you decline the offer, then you would not be able to attempt your save, and Venom Fang will not have a redo of his turn. What do you think?
3: A redo of his turn? like?
2: Well, what it's not so was... much a redo of his turn, but if you recall, he used his legendary action to do a wing attack. And right. that attack is actually what brought you down at the end of someone else's turn. I forget who it was. As part of the action of doing the wing attack, he is able to move half of his speed. Now I decline to do that in, uh, in the spirit of, I guess it was the uh, Tasha's mind whip, right?
4: Yeah. So what I'm
2: offering you is if you want to do the redo and try to make your save with your tattoo, the save is DC 5 plus the damage taken, right? Yeah, it's a roll of mm-hmm. 15. 15, sure. So not bad.
3: Um, uh, well,
2: no, not the well, easiest it, save at the, the same dir- time. The
3: die roll has to be a 15.
2: If you were to do that... I would certainly allow it. However, I am going to go back on what I said about Venom Fang not using his uh, half of his speed. So the offer is yours.
3: Well, I'd still be able to move sixty feet, so he can't go. He can't get out of my reach. So all it would be is all it would be was his movement, right?
4: Yep.
0: Yep, half of his fly speed.
3: Which I would be able to track him down if I—that's if I make my roll.
2: Because right now he's on the ground in front of Fezzik the Immortal, and I believe it's going to be Fezzik's turn coming up right away.
3: Right, it, we're rerolling me, and then go straight to Fezzik afterwards, depending on what I do.
2: Um, so. What I was thinking with Venom Fang was to take flight as soon as he he did his wing attack. But then there was that Tasha's Mind Whip. um, But at the same time, uh, I think what I want to do is, in fact, fly. But I will not. I will stay on the ground if you decline your go back.
3: One in four chances to do it.
5: You're
2: doing
3: it?
0: I'm giving you my inspiration.
3: Take advantage. <laughs> is, is that actually an advantage roll for a uh, tattoo check? It <laughs> is
2: just, a savings I, throw.
6: You'd be okay. better off trying to use that for your uh, get rid of your fear. I'm not. It does no matter
0: how many, no matter how quickly I get rid of this fear, it's not going to make a difference.
3: <laughs> no. Okay here we go rebirth tattoo I have to roll a 15 or higher
2: on the die yeah it is a constitution savings throw life well tattoo uh, strength of the brave uh, on a success you instead drop to one hit point so this is going back to the wing attack go ahead and try to make your save
3: put down the chip real quick it is a constitution so let's roll it advantage Missed yes.
6: it. Oh, you got a fifteen.
3: Oh, no, No. I missed it.
6: You needed a fifteen.
3: Yeah, I needed. I needed an eighteen. Wow,
2: you remain down, Venom Fang. After so the wing success. attack, flies up. And Fezzik the Immortal, if you wish to take an attack of opportunity, feel free.
0: No if you take an attack of opportunity, it's at advantage. That is
3: yeah, true. No point not using it. So the attack yeah. is at advantage. Huh?
0: The first attack against Venomfang is Ooh, at because of
5: the owl before he died. Ooh. Because, mm-hmm. yep. yep. All right, Shaleli, let's see what? it happen. Twenty-two to hit.
2: Twenty-two That's is a 22. hit. Nine bludgeoning damage as Venomfang flaps his wings, whoosh, whoosh, and he takes flight and he is heading this way. And oh. that is going to be the end of that um, wing attack. So going forward, we had Ketvia, and then we have Fezzik the
5: Immortal. Dang. Ketvia already made hmm. a save, which is a fail. Fezzik. Yeah. Uh, Venom Fang has
2: ascended to 30 feet. Flying away from you, Fezik. You see your allies down. Well, not allies. I guess you could call them acquaintances. Two cultists are still alive and are looking
5: your direction. What do you do? Uh, Rayon, take another. This time, where are you?
3: I'm right here. I move there and up to you. That's thirty feet right there. That's what we do. But don't forget, I go last. So.
0: Also, how
2: high is he? How high is Ryan floating now?
3: He's um, descending.
2: He's he's about five feet descending down.
5: Okay. Yeah, flying speed. Yeah, we're gonna hit you with a healing word. Uh, Rayon. And we're going to come over here and pop this guy in the head. To get him out of the way. You can try. You can try already.
4: <laughs> oh, the cultist.
2: And he is prone, I think, after that wing attack. And he takes a vicious... Shalele. and you hear a sickening crunch, and he, he is dead.
0: Cezuk is a lot better with stabs than uh than <laughs> Well, that's
2: it for me. If that's the end of your turn, ooh, we only have two more characters to go. Volt, Adrian, and then Venom Fang. Um, gonna say something about venom fang oh yes because of the tasha's mind whip still in effect he used his wing attack and that is it for his legendary actions so you are free to go vulp you saw venom fang rise into the air after knocking out some of your companions you see a cultist um well i guess you don't see him he's behind the building but um what do you do next Um, am I within 60 feet?
6: I'm sorry, 90 feet. I'm within 90 feet, right? Of
0: basically everything. Yeah,
6: yeah. All right, Um, I'm gonna use a second level spell. And
2: I'm gonna throw a chromatic orb at him.
3: Ooh, i have
2: tried this I, a couple of times. One of them and, hit, one of them missed. And I am going to use my inspiration. Ooh, with advantage.
0: Come on, crit. Come on, crit. Crit, crit, crit,
3: crit, crit, Oh, I didn't pick Shit. it
2: up. Shit. I see a four. What's the other one? Fucking 10. That. Ah. Even after adjustments, which you mess.
0: have your wand of the war mage out, I believe,
2: yeah, but still a plus seven.
0: Oh, plus seven, yeah. The chromatic orb, um, oh, charged yeah. up with energy oh, flies. What is that shit. What is that? If you were rolled, an L, you had Elven rolled. accuracy, man.
4: Yeah,
3: <laughs> oh no, you gotta be kidding me. Even your All dice right, are weird, man.
2: The chromatic orb sails just past his wing, and he dodges it dexterously, and he looks at you with murderous intent. Okay, then, um,
6: let's see, I'm going to move, is this guy still alive? Yeah. This guy back here?
0: Nope. Yep. We've just been ignoring him because he doesn't matter.
4: (laughs) Yeah, he hasn't really been doing anything. Um, Let's see. I mean, he
0: shot a firebolt and hit Rigel, and it did no damage.
4: (laughs) I actually tuned down that guy right before the
2: last session. He was supposed to be a level 6 Draconic Sorcerer with Elemental Adept. It's only a level three. I thought six was a little excessive.
0: 15, 20, Twenty-five. Yeah, the dragon—the dragon's excessive enough. I'm going to move
4: there. Very well.
2: You stand next to a, a collapsed building where Venom Fang had fallen through the roof after your successful use of um, Shatter. I think it was. Yeah. And if that's the end of your turn, only one more player left to go. Adrian, frightened by the um, frightful presence feature that Venom
4: Fang did. Uh, so is Rigel, actually, right there next to you.
0: Yep, yeah, we, just, we just can't break free.
4: So you're crouched um, by this tree, Rigel.
2: And yep. um, I'm assuming you're getting ready to load your uh, crossbow bolt? Uh, yep. There's this dead bush that is next to you. And <laughs> this whole time, you've paid no attention to it whatsoever. However, as soon as you ready your crossbow bolt, you feel a pair of eyes looking up at you from the bush.
4: Suddenly, you look down. And directly next to you, you see a tiny plant creature twitch and move sort of jerkily towards you. What do you do? Oh, God. Well, there was a sign
0: about evil plant monsters.
4: Well, let's get this party started. Woo! Yeah, um. So
0: since we're gonna be rolling at disadvantage anyway, let's pull out my rapier and booming blade through this
2: small plant creature. Oh, you are diverting your attention from Venom Fang. Are you sure you wanna do this?
0: What am I gonna do? Put put uh put six damage on Venom Fang? Maybe? <laughs> Hmm. No, you're right. I'm shooting Fang. It's going to be
2: It's going to be a steady aim. It's your to- it's your choice. This little creature is definitely causing you a little bit of distraction, but go ahead if you feel yeah, like I'm you not- want to steady your aim while frightened. Go ahead. I'm
0: going to steady my aim. Try to calm my breathing. Shoot the dragon. Uh, Hit the dragon for eight piercing damage.
2: Ooh, wow. You, uh, wait, disadvantaged? Uh, Steady
0: aim is advantage, so it cancels out.
2: Oh, I see. So you don't move and you take your your shot. Wow. Okay, 26 is a hit. So you manage to aim right through the branches of this tree. And you manage to hit Venomfang flying 30 feet up in the air for eight points. And he shoots you a look. In this direction, because he's been hit by you maybe two times, three times. I don't know. I have no idea. I lost count. And he is definitely um, lost count in your times I missed. Froderick, he yells.
3: Take care of that,
4: probably. How many rounds,
6: How many rounds has this been?
3: A lot. A lot.
6: Uh, I'd probably
0: would say, say about, five. I want say five or six. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, and, and the frightened the, really only came into play maybe round two or three. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. it was round two.
0: Uh, speaking of that's the uh, end of my turn. Wisdom save.
4: Oh, frightened! Did yes. I make it? You are no longer frightened. Listen, I just needed that really good
0: shot on the dragon for eight damage. <laughs>
2: And as soon as you let the shot go and you feel like you're back in the fight, you are no longer frightened, a twig blight goes flying towards your face. Yep. That's it. Mm, it's uh, 14 to hit. Miss. Oh, what's your AC? 17. Oh, so a twig blight uh, is is definitely... Um, yeah.
0: Uh, And speaking of, I'm going to use my reaction, and I'm over here now. (laughs) Um, I thought steady aim, your movement speed is zero. I'm not using my own movement. I am using the uh, studded armor
2: of the eagle. Oh, okay, cool. That's like a a once-a-day feature type thing. Yes. Okay, so you uh, you use your armor, and you fly back away from the uh, creature. Wow. And now Venom Fang's turn nice finally moment. has come. And oh my goodness, are you all just lined up so perfectly?
0: Did I put myself into the cone?
3: I think you're too far no. away.
2: You're too far away. Uh maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm too far away. He is wow. going to <laughs> see what he- now, mind you, he is still mind-whipped, so his options are a little bit limited, but I'm pretty sure I know what's going to go down. Are you ready? Okay, can I, can I Does he have a
0: question, breath weapon?
6: I was about to find out before real question, soon. ask a question before you start? Sure. Um, so would I have had advantage on him if he was mind-whipped, or was just the, the first the first Fezzik would have got the advantage uh, uh, over?
0: The the advantage was from an owl help action. Yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Move on. All right.
2: All right, all right, all right. Venom Fang takes a deep breath and let's see what this D six reveals.
4: Oh <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: You see Venom Fang, uh, blood is trickling down his neck. He's flapping his wings 30 feet in the air. And this is what he's going to do. Again, his options are limited.
3: Wing attack.
2: You have proven to be more of a challenge, but you're in luck. I enjoy a good challenge. Now. Stay where you are, if you don't mind. I'll be right back. Whoosh, whoosh, And he turns around, and you see the large tower at the top of the hill with the turret at the very top exposed to the elements, and he disappears within.
3: What? He just ran off. <laughs> <laughs> Coward.
2: Frodrick has been commanded by his master to do something about that nuisance. Frodrick steps out. He's a little bit startled to see that there is a cleric to his right. He pays no attention. He knows who his target is going to be. Frodrick takes flight with his uh, potion of flight still into effect. He looks down at Rigel, his nemesis, the wizard. (laughs) He Go looks down too. at this rogue who has caused his um his dragon uh, master so much pain.
0: I mean, not he
2: really not much. he has not used any of his spell slots yet except for a shield earlier on in the battle. He is going to use a second level slot. As a bonus action, he is going to cast
0: dragon's breath.
2: That and was-
0: How many sorcery points does
2: this guy have left? Zero. He's at zero. (laughs) He is going to spend a second level slot, and the damage type he is going to select to imitate his master is poison. And as he looks down, he lets out a poisonous breath attack. (laughs) And it's pretty substantial, 12 points what? of poison damage, and the DC is 14, and I, I think it's actually dex, Rigel. Yeah, dex. Great. It's 9 total. Oh, that is a fail, unfortunately. What? You take 12 I, points. Wa- wow. What? 6-6. Wow. I- six, six. Natural 1? Natural one. So, Rigel, you have resistance to all damage, still, right? And you Mm -hmm. still have your uh, regeneration from Wild Magic Surge still in effect. Mm -hmm. Adrian, let's see. What are you down? No, I've never taken damage this entire fight. Oh wow! Okay. (laughs) And then with his remaining um, speed, how much? How much
0: damage is that? that Twelve Twelve. Okay.
2: He's going to land and hide behind this tree. You still see him, but it's three-quarters cover as he is now hiding.
3: You can't see all, me. I can't see you.
2: All we have left is this cultist over here. And um, you're not going to like this. Um, you're not going to like this, uh, Katvia. Oh, no. You were his target initially, and then the... Uh, the. Um, The cannon got in his way. However, he is going to get up, use half of his movement. Ooh, it is difficult terrain, though. Mm, I'm going to allow it. He's going to make it to your uh, side, Ketvia, and he is going to take his shot with advantage. Okay. And it's a miss? That is a miss, yes. Wow.
0: Misses the unconscious body on the floor.
2: Now the unconscious <laughs> body on the floor. Uh, did you have one death save or none? I had one failed death saving throw. Yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been death. Yeah, that would yeah. have been game for Katya. Yeah.
3: Wow, well, we and that is
2: body, going so. to be the end of hit, of their turn, as the cultists and Venom thing have. Um, I've really cut into um, what you guys, I think, were planning initially. So, Rigel, you just saw the sorcerer take his breath attack. A twig blight attacked your ally. What do you do? Which
1: direction did the dragon go? He into went the
2: into the tower.
1: So he went from, like, from like the rooftop?
3: Yeah. Well, I think he we went.
0: I think he went inside the tower.
1: Yeah, but I'm guessing it's not big enough for him to fit like up through the door. So I'm guessing he went through like the rooftop. There's no, there's no actual roof. Correct. Yeah. And we've seen these things move.ment About sixty feet, I think. How much was it? Nah, well, I think it's
5: could mm. be
2: more. Dragons are known to have uh, incredibly good flight speeds.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Plus, he didn't even take an action, so he could have moved like 180 for all we know. Uh, he couldn't uh, take an action. It couldn't. was either movement, oh, or, nothing. Right. movement or nothing. I forgot, sorry.
1: Yeah, no. He's, he's not going to be there. Alright. And where's the sorcerer? Don't see him. He is hiding hmm.
2: behind a tree um, about um, five squares to your northeast. Oh, yeah. Just Not,
0: so I'm just going to assume that Rigel just doesn't see him.
1: <laughs> that would be also, fair.
0: Also, Rigel, you are, I believe, you're almost at the hit points you were before the breath attack.
2: Love that <laughs> wild magic. Ooh, did you get another five points at the start of your turn?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Very nice. Is he technically yeah, still
3: the feared since the dragon's out of sight now?
1: i'm still feared but it's not affecting me because i'm not seeing him
3: okay
1: so it's both <laughs> yeah love that condition yep
0: i don't uh, when
3: that was against me the other day
1: <laughs> since i can't see the dragon i'm just gonna pass around here this guy's pretty hurt right so i'm gonna i think i'm just gonna throw all all three magic missiles at this guy get him off cat yeah.
4: oh wow Okay. Don't want to
1: risk
2: him surviving that so much. Standing over Ketvia's body, and... Yeah, there it is. The second missile burrowed a hole right through his neck. And then he goes down on one knee, choking. <coughs> and then he
4: falls motionless, dead,
2: next to Ketvia. All
1: right, that should be the last of the bandits. Or the occultists, rather.
2: Uh, I'm just uh, going to move over here one more step. Ooh, as soon as you move there, you see Froderick peeking around the tree looking at you. Yeah. Or Fabric. Uh... Sorry, I keep calling Froderick Fabric. <laughs> I'm going to
4: push five yep. feet away. Froderick is uh, accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're pushing the twig light. Yeah. Oh, oh his strength it. is terrible. And he is easily pushed. Me! <laughs> And let me see, I should have at least one. Eh, I'll move like back here. That's it. And if that's the end of your turn,
2: uh, Rayon, you are next. And you are unconscious, correct? Not anymore.
3: Not anymore. I am oh, five okay. health and still hovering. And you could probably see that
6: guy.
1: Well, maybe you're hovering, Not that I remember. I need to make a concept for that. But I have, yeah. I have my champion as well, so yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Let me zoom back in for the fans at home here.
2: Oh, that's right, for the flight concentration. Yeah, yeah.
3: Who is this right here?
0: Uh, that's Kefia, little friend, and a dead cultist.
3: Which one's Kefia? This one?
0: Uh, Bottom left.
3: Okay. Okay. Um, Damn.
2: So, Rayon, um, while your tattoo did not help you, you were revived by Fezzik. And um, I'm trying to think of the turn order here. You might not have seen the dragon move into the tower. I don't think you would have
0: uh he would have gone down when the wing attacks damage
2: hit yeah which is before and, the movement and then the movement happened right after and then you got brought up after that so rayon you come to your senses what do you do
3: wait i thought physically physic healing worked me before the dragon moved away
2: Fezic,
0: yeah that is also true
3: so i did mm-hmm. see the dragon move away
5: oh okay yeah, I didn't see the dragon go here, but I'd assume
3: this thing. No, yeah, yeah woke we'll up and the dragon very was way up dragon here, and then he flying. started flying up this way, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I guess you would have seen him fly into the. Ooh, so you got a decision to make. What do you do? Keep in mind, you only have five hit points <laughs> and 60 feet of flying speed.
3: <laughs> I can get there, but I'm not going to go try it. <laughs> That's, so you I don't know get, what Venom's
2: uh, up to in there, but you do see an ally down uh, bleeding out.
3: Yeah, I got to get him up first. Uh, cure wounds. Ooh, not lay on hands? I don't. I only have one hit point left for laying on hands.
2: Oh, right. Okay, so That's cool. my
3: emergency, emergency backup.
2: <laughs> so after you do this spell, how many spell slots do you have left?
3: i got one more okay so five hit points for uh Kepvia. he's back up appreciate that no problem um so
2: Kepvia, you have five hit points but you are still prone at the start of your turn
3: i still got my channel divinity believe it or not
4: hmm. well okay I mean...
3: Um, well, yeah,
0: because every time you sm- every time you got a smite in, it was on a reaction.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, so. they only move like what was that, like five feet, ten feet. I'm gonna go. So straight, you... I'm gonna move, I'm gonna uh, move up in the air straight up, fifty five feet straight up, and see if I okay. can see. The top of this tower. See if you see the dragon still over there on the top of the tower.
2: Yeah, so you go a good 55 feet in so, the air. So
3: technically I'm like 60, 65 feet in the air now, technically, I guess. Yeah,
2: the tower, the tower itself is a good 30 feet tall, and then the hill that it stands on is 20. So unfortunately you can't see into it, but you definitely see that the, the roof is missing, and uh, clearly Venomfang has crawled down um, who knows how far.
3: Okay, so as far as we know, he's inside the building. Okay. That's good enough for me. And you good look
2: enough. down to the south and once more you see the lifeless body of yeah, Wolfie.
3: Wolfie. And, uh... wow. I'm never reminded of that.
2: And Wolfie, I forgot, I, kept, I keep wanting to do this, but I keep forgetting uh, Wolfie, um, occasionally he would hear sort of howling into the distance in the forest. I wanted to do this at the end of the, one of the sessions and he kind of was going to look at you and um, sort of get your approval to see if you were going to let him go. But I never oh, got the chance, man.
3: unfortunately. I would have I let him go, too.
2: Would you have? Yep. Interesting. Yep.
3: I would have.
2: Yeah, it's just one of those things. I had it marked down, and I just forgot to do it. But if that's the end of your turn, then we got top of the order, Katvia. You are back up thanks to your companion, Rayon,
5: and Fezzik, the Immortal. Yep. First off, we're going to stand up, uh, look around, see that the dragon's gone, which hopefully means that the dragon is dead, and attack the wizard, or, well, the sorcerer over here. He doesn't want to a... be a Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with a fireball <laughs> to the face for 23.
4: Ooh,
2: 23. I have no opportunity to shield that. It is beyond his capabilities. 12 fire damage. As a reaction, he is going to cast Absorb Elements. It's going to cut the damage to six, and his dagger is now charged up with some
5: fire damage. Interesting. You know, he's he's looking
4: rough, but he's still in the green. If he survives until his turn, he can use that charge. (laughs) Uh, And we're just going to move. So wait. That'll be it for my turn. And if that's the end of your turn, I don't know if he is going to survive. Volt followed by Adrian. Volt, you're up first. No, uh, Pesic. I'm <laughs> sorry, Pezic. Uh Pesic. Okay, I do a Frostbite. 60 foot range. Oh, yeah. Definitely be able to be able to that. Move one, square over, hit him with a Frostbite. You Decent con. And he makes it. Oh, okay. yeah. And we three this up. That's it for me. Now, Volt, your turn is up. What do you do? Ah, uh, good question. Um, I think I am going to reach into my pocket and you have a I am no. I am
6: going to pull out the. I'm going to pull out the pixie dust.
4: Ooh, oh. let,
2: me, let me get the pixie dust uh, roll chart here. Don't oh, roll it yet. It. I'm not. I'm not going to roll it. No. no. Gonna... While well, he's busy on with the that, pixie dust. <laughs> did Rigel roll a wisdom
0: save?
5: No. <laughs> uh, where is
6: my? Hold on.
2: Oh, there it is. I oh, am. Yeah. Rigel, are you going to be frightened again? Most likely. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Now, Volt, you grab the little pouch that contains the pixie dust. You open it very carefully. A fine white powder is within, and it looks something like this. (laughs) Now, I do have to warn you, uh, Volt, the magical effect is most likely going to be a flight of 60 feet. However, there is a chance. 71 through 80. The creature sprinkled must succeed on a DC 11 con save or be unconscious. For one minute. 81 to 90. The creature sprinkled with the dust must succeed on a DC 11 wisdom throw. Oh, your wisdom's good. Or be affected by confusion. 90 to 100 is actually pretty good. You become invisible. Yeah, I'm ready when you are. Well, I'm gonna... I'm gonna
6: over to Rigel. Hey, if I fall unconscious, just slap me, would you? <laughs> and I and I take the uh, pixie dust and I use it. You do have to snort it. Ooh,
2: that's well. What is that? Oh. Six? That is as expected. You get a flight speed of sixty feet for ten minutes.
3: Why couldn't you, uh, channel Divini- uh, call your god or something with a roll of sex? Goddamn.
6: Yeah, I know, right? That's next level. Jeez, right?
3: Ah!
2: Couple levels. It's yeah, yeah several levels. Okay.
3: Yeah.
2: And you can get a, um, what, what did I get? One of those flying snakes. You got oh. a flying snake for a day a, that you didn't use. Yeah, I got a and flying snake. And then I wanted to angel. cook it. I wanted to cook it and eat it.
6: I'm gonna come right. Inti, I to wanted this. a level five dwarf fighter. What was wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come right next to this guy. Um, I probably use my action, right?
2: Yeah, that's an action for sure.
6: Uh, all right, well then I won't do that because I know he has uh, he has that breath weapon. So.
2: Uh, you immediately get the flight speed, though. So um, you know, take off um, any movement that you may have taken. I don't think you moved, so
6: I haven't moved yet. Yeah, I'm gonna go.
2: You're going after Venom Fang.
6: Yeah, I want to see what's going on, so I'm gonna move over there.
4: Oh, you'll see.
6: That's gonna be some bullshit, I know. I think over here.
2: Okay. And is that the end of your turn?
6: Uh. No, let me throw, um, as a bonus action, I'll use my last, oh, I got i I'm going to hold on to my
5: spells for now,
6: I, I, I don't know if I got any potions, do I got any potions, does anybody got any potions?
5: You got potions of gold.
6: Uh,
0: Rigel and Adrian have yeah. potions, okay. one each.
2: All right, let's go. So that's the end of your turn. Adrian, you are a little bit surprised by this uh, dead shrub turning into uh, what appears to be a twig blight. Fabric has just breathed poison on you. What do you do? Hey,
6: shouldn't it taken uh, some boomy blight action? Or did you miss? You
3: hmm? never attacked him. Did it
6: get...
0: Oh, okay. uh, that's, right. that's
3: right. Yeah, he sniped, uh, sniped yeah, yeah. the dragon.
0: I sniped the dragon. Eh, oh man.
3: Forget that thing.
0: You know, I really want to like ready an action for the perfect snipe against this dragon. But like the only way I would be able to do that is if I were to move like up to. You. No. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the range of my crossbow prevents me from being able to ready an action to snipe the dragon.
2: So with instead, with the range on your light crossbow, anyways, it can't be that much.
0: Uh, Eighty feet, uh, normal range; three hundred and twenty, long range. Sure. So I'd get disadvantage if I wanted to snipe the dragon. Um. Uh, So let's see if I can use this bush to hide from, from fabric.
5: Oh, bushes have not been your friend, but go ahead. A lot of things haven't been our friend here. Let's be honest.
0: You know, I have boots of elven kind. So that's a 30.
5: That's a natural 20.
2: Wow. You are (laughs) stealthily hidden in the bushes and you look around you and there are a couple of dead shrubs, but they appear to be not moving. I would like
0: to sneak through the shrubs and stab fabric, fabric with a booming blade.
2: Um, like this turn?
0: I mean, like yes, I like generally that is my intention is to hide stab fabric.
2: I don't see why not. Your your stealth was uh, quite high and you managed to sneakily move through. I mean, he would have seen you obviously move across this open area, right? <clears throat> he so was that. also
0: recently hit in the back of the head with a firebolt.
2: Sure. In yeah, he's up- probably looking in the other direction, but all I'm saying is that don't rely on the mechanic. Like I'm going to I'm going to definitely say that if it, he was looking in that direction, he he would have seen you. But yeah, I you're mean,
0: right. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of ways to to rule it there.
2: Still Yeah, yeah. If if I see you moving, it's not going to be stealth. But he was looking in the other direction, so go ahead with advantage! 15. He is going to shield. Boof! Magical barrier. It's a miss. Oh, a
0: 2, he... a 4, and an 8. He did absorb elements. Wait, he Bellament. can't.
2: He can't. Yeah. He did absorb elements. Yep.
3: In the oh.
6: oh, no! 22 piercing.
2: Nice. And 4 thunder. Wow, your rapier pierces right through his chest.
4: Ugh! Master, Ugh!
2: and he dies, falls down dead. Rigel's
6: laughing. Told you he wasn't much of a magic user.
0: Yeah, and uh, uh that, that's it for me.
2: Wow, good move, however. Venomfang's turn is up next. Um, let me just take care of this twig blight real quick. Uh, the twig blight is going to move into the bushes and uh, seemingly disappear. Yep. Um, yep. I have no more cultists left. You have killed all of my cultist fodder.
0: We didn't even really want to. We were trying to ignore them as hard as possible.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: In other words, we killed we killed all of his uh, familiars.
4: <laughs>
2: and I guess we're equal, aren't we? Killed all ours. Let me see. Ooh. Okay. Stand by. First, let's roll a d6. and um volt your passive perception is quite high and you have picked up what sounds to be some movement within the tower it sounds like some frantic uh, shuffling of uh, items and suddenly you hear a it sounds like glass breaking after the distinct distinct sound of glug 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 glug
6: come
3: on oh come on we don't have
6: any health potions. You're gonna fuck this up, man. All right, come on, bring it on. let Let's go.
3: It could on. be a potion of growth for crying out loud. Okay, no, it's healing. It's a healing potions. Okay.
2: Is that a
0: superior healing potion?
2: Stand by. I got it mixed up here. Let me reroll. I. Ooh, almost as good. All right. And that is going to be the end of Venomfang's turn.
3: So he's just uh-huh. chugging fucking potions,
2: right? Rigel, you are
4: up. Inti? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking of what to do. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, I know. We haven't heard from you uh, in a while, so I was just wondering. <laughs>
1: Venom Fang
2: is ready to go.
0: Uh, you can always <laughs> use your Pearl of Power to recharge your spell slots.
1: Yeah. still have one, but yeah, I don't see him. I don't know if he's coming out, so yeah. I'll oh, use the pearl of power, gain a third double spell.
2: Ooh, interesting. So spell slots remaining. I know you uh, you have Two some. thirds,
1: two thirds and two f- and three first.
2: Okay. No, uh, two first, rather two first. I used magic missile twice. None. Anything, second. anything else on your turn? I guess you can go ahead and uh, re-roll that um, frightened condition one more time.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything I want to do with my bonus action, so yeah. let Let's see. I'm saying less than ten. Oh, I think you're one
2: off i believe it was 16. let me just double check we're pretty sure yeah it yeah. is in fact 16. one
1: yeah, i rolled 15 before and it wasn't enough yeah
3: <sighs> the old man can't shake it
1: remember you feel like a kid inside
2: <laughs> all right so you all look at each other you know that something's going down volt do you yell back to your uh companions what just happened or what you heard absolutely Okay, what do, you, what do you tell them?
6: I heard glass shatter, and I heard chugging, so he's probably trying to heal himself.
2: Okay, so all of you hear uh, the cleric. He's, he's flying um, up towards the tower, and he's yelling back this information. You all look at each other with a bit of a worried look. Rayon, you are next. What do you do?
3: Okay, um, so I'm going to uh, look back at Wolfie, who's, like, completely dead on the ground. I'm going to say a uh, say a quick prayer to, ooh, I forgot the name. <laughs> Nabandian. <No, Banyan. laughs> no, Nabandian. Say quick Nabanian to Banyan, I'll, reven- I'll avenge his death and thank you for his service. And then I'm going to move here. Action move to, uh, I guess, in this back corner right here. I'm going to try to hide back here.
2: Is this using uh, what to get that extra speed?
3: Uh, Action. The flying spell?
2: Oh, just uh, dashing.
3: Uh, Yeah, action, dash. Gotcha. I'm just going to try to tuck in and try to hide, like, around the around the wall back here. I hope it doesn't yeah, I it mean, so you're yet. in
2: full plate armor, so you're clanking. Even though you're flying, it's still rubbing against each other. So if you want to try to be stealthy about it, I'll, I'll allow a stealth check if you wish.
3: Yeah, we'll do it.
2: Otherwise, he's just going to pick you up with his passive perception. Ooh. It was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. However, I, that's not a bad roll for me. Come on. I know.
0: I don't know that it was worth a shot. I don't think he could have succeeded even Natural on Natural Tonya
2: yeah. would have let him for sure. Well, Fair enough. He I has disadvantage because he has armor. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, you know what? That disadvantage,
3: um, man. I rolled an eighteen, man. Come on. 18's
2: not bad. He um, <laughs> he's not really paying attention to you as he's making um, a lot of noise himself, yeah, going shattering through. shattering glass in there for crying items. out loud. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, I will reward that good roll you yeah! have. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Thank you. I
3: appreciate you.
2: And if that's the end of your turn, Katvia near death Katvia, what do you do?
5: Um I got one second spell slot left Do I pull out little friend again? No wait, little friend is still alive Yeah, little yeah. friend is yeah, right still there. alive I, You can mend him I thought he died for some reason okay. Mending
3: has like um, a
1: 10 minute test time I think <laughs> One minute uh, but minutes, matter.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. never mind
4: Hmm.
5: Well, let's just keep moving forward. Move on to, try to move on to the other side of this grove. We're going to uh, There's no point in dodging.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is difficult terrain through that heavy brush and you're climbing
5: uphill. Well, I was just thinking he uh, got the breath attack. He's probably going to have the breath attack by the time he resurfaces again. There's no. I don't point know. There. I've been
2: unlucky with this roll so far. Let's see what happens soon, though.
5: So That's I so am true. going to dash. little friend is going to move 10 feet and give uh, us a little boost of temporary hit points, because why not? Sure. And you could have given yourself the temp
2: hp before you dash too, I don't care.
5: Unfortunately, I I activate little friend at the end of my turn so I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, don't worry about it. T- take the temp hp anyways.
3: Cool. You are so merciful in your ways to him.
2: How high is toll flying? I don't know. He never really said. I assumed you were kind of closer to the ground,
3: Volt. Yeah. Or no, wait. Yeah. You said
2: you were going way up top, didn't you?
0: Uh, Saber said he
2: was going way up top.
3: Yeah, Saber, I said I was going way up top, but now I'm kind of tucked down underneath the uh, parapet there.
2: And Volt, how high do you want to be?
6: I just want to be like 20 feet.
5: Okay, fair enough. And Fezzik,
2: you're
4: up next.
5: Fezzik is going to move.
4: thirty feet out and is going to The a blind call lightning right in here. <laughs> I was thinking about that,
5: but at the same time I wanna to get to the l- the tiniest bit of healing out before it just blows us all away.
0: Does Fezzik have call lightning up? Was that a thing?
5: He
6: does. He has. Well, he has. The
5: spell. Well, I have it as a spell. I don't have it up. Okay. I could conjure animals and try to restrain it inside of the damn thing. How, how big? is the uh, building?
4: The yeah, tower? it's pretty big.
5: It's um, it's
2: thirty you feet call, high sorry.
4: and uh, about thirty feet across, almost. Um, Bailey, are you thinking what I'm thinking?
5: Probably not.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's fair, because I was just thinking about something really hilarious that happened last week.
5: Oh, do you mean the giant octopi? Yeah. Bullying
4: it. <laughs> uh, the unfortunate thing is it's thirty feet high. If it was twenty five feet, possibly, but we'll get so... uh, a little bit okay healing on myself. Yeah, the top of the tower, I mean, it's
2: fully exposed. Um, you, um, you have this very uh, thin ledge that goes around the corners, and uh, it's really only um, a, feet, a foot across at most, so um, it would be tricky, right? Like, um,
4: whatever you summon would just fall into it, unless it had some type of climbing speed. That's not a bad idea, then. <laughs> they just fall right into it? Yeah, screw it.
5: <laughs> drop a uh, whale it's... on him. <laughs> I don't think I could do a whale. Uh, we are just going to dr- drop a couple of giant octopi into the uh, tower.
4: We're back Ooh, to this again. What the hell?
5: What?
0: Fezzik did it a couple rounds ago.
3: We're back to the, we're back to the octopus in the clown car again. It's <laughs> <laughs> A good strat. Apparently.
5: Uh, I need to pull up the Occupy stunt block.
2: And are they, they're they large, right? Yeah. Yes, they
4: are large.
5: And uh, what's their hit points? They have 52 hit points.
2: Okay, and they're AC. Eleven. That's all I need. That's all I need. All right. So you conjure two giant octopus. And um, you conjure them, I guess, just at the opening of the, uh, the ledge? Yeah, pretty much. And immediately they just fall in. So the one on the right that fell, that didn't hit Phantom Fang, got up. It hit Venomfang and is now clinging to his huge leg. Venom Fang is clearly um, in a bad spot. However, I do have to ask, is this the end of your turn, Fezzik? That it is. If it is the end of your turn, I think he has a solution. He is going to use his legendary action. And once more, even though it's a little bit of a confined space, he is going to use short wing flaps, very quick wing flaps, and he is going to use his wing attack, two action costs. The dragon beats its wings. Each creature within 10 feet of the dragon must succeed on a DC 19 deck savings throw, or 2d6 plus 6 damage, and knocked prone. Go ahead and try to make a deck on save. And the one on the left, on the the left. left. OK. <laughs> the one on the right is the one I want to shake. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the total damage is going to be 14. Save for zero, I think.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: Now, the one on the right failed the save, so he is knocked prone. And there's kind of still grappling, still grappling, still
6: grappling.
5: Still grappling. The only way to break a grapple like this is to make uh, is to either force your movement, which uh, from an outside source, so you can't move, or to force me to move away from you.
0: And the giant octopus has fifteen foot reach.
3: Well, technically, part of the wing attack makes him move up to half. His uh, no.
0: So... Now it uses zero. Can't it has to
3: use zero. its speed, which is oh, zero. Half it's flying speed, which is zero, so half is zero zero. Okay, cool.
2: Okay, so he's flapping his wings. He's trying to shake off this octopus, but the octopus is clinging, and none of you see what's going on. But uh, that is the situation
3: inside the town. Ryan
2: hears it and has no idea what's going
3: on. All he hears is this. Going on inside there. That's all I hear in there.
5: That's that was disgusting. Thanks for
2: that. You're welcome. Now, Volt, your turn is up. Now, suddenly, you hear a booming voice from inside the tower.
6: Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, let's
2: see. Oh, here's what he's gonna say, Volt. He he wants to say something to you before you uh, you move. Sure. It is time to discuss a negotiation. Let us end this fight. All I want is the eye. Give me the eye and I will let you live. And he knows you have it. He can sense it on your person, Volt. So he is speaking to you from inside the tower. Provide me the eye and I will let you live. You know what I can do. You have proven to be a worthy match, but I suggest that we come to an agreement. I will even offer you some of my treasure. Yeah,
6: I don't believe a word he says. Um, I wanna go up to the edge here.
0: Frankly, even if you did believe a word he said,
2: Hey, go ahead. I want to go up to the edge. I'm gonna look over. You look over. You see Venom Fang, two octopus, a horde beneath his feet. (laughs) (laughs) And how much,
6: how much more movement would it be to go down next to him?
2: Uh, yeah, it's thirty feet down, and uh, yeah, you've only moved so far, so you can you can do it if you want.
6: I don't know what I want to do here.
2: He is still restrained by this terrible octopus. It would give you advantage. It would give you advantage.
6: Oh, so I would have advantage
2: right now if I did
4: a spell on him? Correct. Oh, well, in that case. Yeah, Leo, you kind of missed it, but the
0: second half of my wizard tower was just swarmed with giant octopi.
2: Oh, I listened to the very end because I wanted to see what happened to uh, Daryl
4: too, and I was not pleased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't blame you. I mean, he's debating. a simulacrum, but
6: so he's restrained right now, right? So,
3: and those videos were available, everybody, on September 18, the next day after we uh, play those games.
0: It all he would also have disadvantage on any deck saves.
3: But most
5: things that are to be deck save on him is also gonna be a deck save on the Occupy.
6: Yeah, I wouldn't wanna
5: hurt the octopi right now. Dude, just
3: drop, just drop a fireball in there, man. Come on.
5: Uh, all right because uh, <laughs> that will gonna, most likely murder the one that's holding him. Just a call lightning right, right there. I don't have
6: I don't have any third level spells anymore, so I'm kind of well. done. <sighs> I am going to cast another second level
2: spell. I, I will give also. you one more chance. Give me the eye, and I will let you live. And you can tell that he's looking a little desperate as he looks up at you, restrained by the octopus.
6: And I'm going to throw a chromatic orb
3: again. Uh Uh-oh. Level one? Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. 19. 19 is an easy
2: hit, plus adjustments. Uh, It was Uh, a level one, though? No, no, level two. Oh, okay. And so that's going to be 4d8. And what damage type are you choosing?
6: You know what? Um, let's go with what we did last time. Is he looking up at me? Is his mouth open?
2: Um, yeah, he he's looking up at you, but his mouth is not open. He. Palmer. Uh, oh, despite all his bravado before, he actually looks a little bit uh, desperate.
3: Dr. Bush has sealed his mouth shut
6: um I am going to. So this is going to be four D eight. Whatever this is, it is. Come on, big numbers. So uh, 13. Nine, 10,
2: 13. 13,
6: thirteen. thirteen,
2: okay. Thirteen, and that. And sorry, what kind of damage?
6: um We're just going to go. Let's go with fire. What the hell?
2: Oh yeah. He takes the damage, searing flames, covers his upper half as the uh, octopuses are spared, thankfully. And um, he does (laughs) appear to be in better condition than he was the last time you saw him,
4: even after the fire damage. Anything else Um, on your turn?
6: I don't think I could do anything else, except... So, I am going to... Uh, let's see. What do I want to do? Oh, crap! I forgot. What? Damn it! I'm gonna come back uh, on the way here. Uh, no, that's bullshit. I wanted to drop the the pixie dust on those guys.
4: Um, How many of those later. do you have left?
6: I don't know what
2: did we never used it. We've
6: never used it. it. This is the
3: first time we've used it the whole campaign. I don't
6: know how many times, I don't know how much we have.
2: We'll say three. Now you have two.
6: So, I mean, would it be out of bounds if I said on the way there I would have thrown the bag down to these guys?
2: Uh, I don't mind dropping stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You can make one drop. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I
6: dropped it down. Hey, grab the pixie dust. Have fun.
4: Um, And
2: I do have to ask, is that the end of your turn?
6: No, not yet. Ah,
2: he wants to do
5: something. Go ahead. Yeah, I
6: know he wants to do something, but I'll to move away. Uh, So I know he's got to break free, so I am going to move just out of range. Uh, Let's move. So it's just like 10, 20. Can I move like right here, but below below the, the line?
2: Yeah, so you're going to go descend maybe, um, um, it's about 10 feet high, that cottage that's attached to the tower. I
6: just want to go just below the roof line.
2: And uh, there are turrets, by the way. Like There are actually windows inside this tower, but um, they're a little bit higher up. They're about um, uh, 10 feet, we'll say 15 feet. They're halfway up to the top. So just to clarify, there is a couple of turret windows, but they're 15 feet high. Hmm. And if that is the end of your turn, he is going to use his last legendary action. He is going to make a tail attack on this pesky uh, octopus at disadvantage, but he is confident nonetheless. Oh, that's an easy hit, 9 plus 11. And he is going to thud this uh, creature for as much as he can. 2d8 plus 6. And he has 26. Oh, he's going to survive this for sure. Yeah.
4: Oh, almost max damage. Twenty-one damage. And Adrian, you are up. You are far away from the action,
2: but you can hear that there is something going on within the tower. What do you do? Indeed. Uh, huh. Um. So keep in mind, there is a little bit of difficult terrain up ahead. Yeah. Um.
0: I'm keeping that in mind. I don't actually want to get that close, though, I don't think. You know, so that just in case a breath weapon comes up.
2: Sure. And um, I'm assuming you're moving forward.
0: Yeah, I'm going to move
2: 30- As soon as you step forward, you look down. There is a dead shrub to your left. It is a twig blight.
0: Okay, yeah, you can take an uh, attack of opportunity.
4: It will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no!
2: <laughs> Twigblade falls prone.
6: For the, for the people on the stream, do they know our uh, mechanic for this?
0: We should probably go uh, do a video about our house rules uh,
2: before we start up Bailey's campaign. Ooh, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, we'll do a session zero for um, yeah, yeah. any type of changes to um, what we've been accustomed to. Go ahead, um, Adrian.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to attempt to hide behind this little hillock. I'm going to pre- ready an action to shoot the dragon if I see it.
2: Ooh, good choice, it... because there is a good chance that uh, Venom thing is going to emerge. If that is the end of your turn, Venom Fang within the tower shakes his leg vigorously trying to get this octopus off. He takes another deep breath.
4: Mm.
3: Yes. Mm. Gotta start using the nebulizer or something.
2: Very well, I will deal with you the old fashioned way. At disadvantage, he is going to take a massive bite attack towards the octopus that is grappling him. So he, he is restrained. Um, the octopus is prone. So it'll be a straight roll. Straight roll. It doesn't matter. He's going to hit him anyways. Oh, he's almost one. a 20. The bite attack might take him down. Let's see what happens. Probably. I think the giant octopus uh,
0: didn't take the right amount of damage last time anyway, so I think it should be on nine hit points.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah, I felt like he should be lower, but oh, my God. I didn't say anything. Uh, the bite is going to cost 2d10 plus six. Oh, this could be it. It needs to be like a really low. Watch lower. it
0: roll two ones and
4: nope.
2: octopus. <laughs> octopus bites, or, or pardon me, the Venom Fang bites the octopus in half and it is dead. Ugh. He is no longer restrained as he feels a little bit more confident. Rock, up. Now, these, are you ready, These octopuses, uh, Real they, fun, uh, they do have op attacks, and uh, it would be bad getting hit by this tentacle,
3: right? Uh, Yeah,
0: that'd be 15 feet of falling back down to the ground.
4: Mm. Mm. That's hilarious.
5: A dragon is scared of one octopus.
4: Mm.
2: Very well. Venom Fang is scared of nothing. He is going to forego one of his claw attacks, and he is going to try to grapple the giant octopus. Strength contest! Oh, 16 plus okay. a lot. Six. 22 is the number to beat. <sighs> Come on, roll another not 20 here. Damn. Oh, 22 was superior, and he has grappled the giant octopus. How do you like this? And here's what he's going to do. He's going to start flapping his wings. Whoosh, whoosh. He is going to fly 40 feet up in the air. Adrian, you see the target, and he is holding an octopus. Make your attack. I shoot him. The octopus, uh, hold on now. The octopus is actually providing him a little bit of cover. Because it it is in front of him, so it's a minus two. Just go ahead. All right.
3: It's, it's the thief. He doesn't care.
0: It's an, it's an octopus. I don't care. <laughs> I, I know it's a summoned octopus too. Venom thing no flies straight up. Uh oh! Wow. Oh, is that a natural man. one? No. Uh, <clears throat> unless his passive perception is below a sixteen, I think so.
2: In that case, I need you to roll a d4 and the arrow, the bolt, might hit Volt.
3: Yeah. Wouldn't it hit the octopus? Yeah.
2: No, it was it was that bad. He actually almost hit uh, Volt as the bolt hits the wall uh, right
3: next to you, Volt. So about missing that barn.
0: Yeah, no, the funny thing is because he had the gra- octopus grappled, normally <laughs> that, if I had hit it would have just been a normal hit, but because he had the octopus, it would have been a sneak attack.
2: (laughs) Venom Fang ascends 40 feet, which is half of his movement. Because he is grappling this creature, therefore, that is the maximum of his movement. And he is going to let go. The octopus falls and sustains 4d6 blunt damage as it falls inside and lands on a pile of coins and you can hear the splash of metal as it uh, falls prone.
3: So we know that Venom fang, is Scrooge McDuck is what we're saying. Venom Fang
2: <laughs> looks at the rest of you. He doesn't quite see um, Rayon because Rayon actually did a, a very good stealth check. However, he does see to the south that there is... Um, uh, two two um, enemies standing there. I gave you a chance. Now you will all die. And that is going to be the end of his turn. And his legendary actions are refreshed. Mm. Rigel, you are up
1: next. All right. Let me just measure some distance here. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure I'm within distance. I always forget what's the exact... Yep, 150. I'm going to throw a fireball. Oh, I was waiting for him us. Right to the back.
2: Cinch his wings and his tail. You see a flash of light. You all see this red dart explode behind Venom Fang. Whoa! Oh, nice.
6: Oh, nice. Oh, come
2: on. Oh.
4: Damage. Dang. His
2: dex is not great. Let's see what happens. DC is 16. He needs a 15. Oh, damn it! He sustains oh, was... massive fire damage as the fireball erupts. <sniffs> Searing pain as Venom Fang falters for a moment. He is in the red. And
1: then I am going over to these bushes because I'm still afraid of <laughs> that thing. <laughs> Massive
2: fireball damage. Anything else in your turn?
1: Aside from the wisdom save, which I fail once again.
2: Nope. We'll see, Mark. We'll see. And if that is the end of your turn, Venomfang is going to take a legendary action. Well, there it's just. He is going to do the wing attack. Now, he's not attacking any enemies. Uh, if there is an enemy within 10 feet, great.
0: Uh, he... I think Ryan is too down, far too down. Too down yeah, far he's down.
2: far too down. So he's not really doing the wing attack to attack anybody, but um,
4: he is to going to off.
2: take that uh, half movement. Venom Fang, 40 feet up. Which is, by the way, like a good twenty feet already above ground level, is going to fly straight up. Whoosh 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 disappears into the cloud of fog above.
6: She knows Rayon's up now.
2: So you know he's up there. You can see the fog swirling, but you cannot see him. Rayon, you are up next.
3: I'm going after him. So
2: the Dome of Cloud is a good, you know, 30 plus feet up from where you are at the top of the hill.
3: I'm going up after him.
2: You think you can see maybe an outline of the body just due to the sheer mass of the creature. Do You fly up. Whoosh! You're into the cloud now. What's your flight speed? It's a good sixty, right? That's sixty because it's the magical flying. Okay. You fly into the cloud. Your vision is fully obscured. Whoosh. You can smell him. You can sense his presence. You okay. hear a low growl in the fog.
3: So if I strike out attack him, would it basically be a disadvantage, I'm assuming?
2: It would be disadvantage.
0: Would it be disadvantage or would it be uh, normal? Instead uh, rather than can see him.
2: Yeah, it's, it's interesting because earlier you saw his ears sort of darting in all directions. And um, he does, in fact, have blind sense.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to try to lash out at a disadvantage, I guess.
2: All right, take your best shot. If you connect, this could be the end of Venom Thing.
3: Damn, if I had Divine Sense up, maybe that would have helped me. I don't know. (laughs) Disadvantage. Plus it's a dragon. I do do have plus uh, plus 8 on the attack, so.
4: Take your
2: best shot.
3: 19 to
4: end.
2: 19 is just enough to connect. Come on.
3: Smiting on this as well. Here's the question: Can you do
2: fifteen points of damage with the smite? I I think
0: it's going to be hard for him not to. Well,
2: uh, don't say that.
3: That's nine. Oh. That's a low Uh-oh. roll. Uh, that's a divine Two smite eight. as well. He's not, not a crit. We need, nope. We need six, six or emot- No! <laughs>
2: Six was the number. Go! Right on the nose, you connect with Guardian of the Master. You take a wild swing with your longsword. You see a flash of light through the cloud and the sound of a uh, painful scream. And all of you suddenly, through the clouds, see Venomfang fall like a rock lands on the interior of the tower the tower because it well the the the, the giant octopus is dead i mean the the fall damage is <laughs> incredible
0: uh, here let me roll it for you
2: no don't <laughs> worry about it you all see the tower crumble the onto octopus survives itself. with one hit point <laughs> the, the the tower would kill it The tower then kills it. (laughs) The tower then collapses into itself. The cottage is still in decent shape. However, there is rubble and a big poof of uh, cloud of um, ash and debris as the tower collapses. Followed by silence.
3: So all you guys just saw the dragon just fall out of the sky in the clouds. Ryan's still in the clouds. (laughs) You still can't see him.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ryan, Did you uh, did you do any particularly snazzy finishing move?
3: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he, he he described it pretty well. So
2: fair enough. All of you see the the tower as the dust settles um, settle down. Rayon descends through uh, the cloud
3: oh.
2: and. Um,
3: I let, I let out a, even though I don't have a daunting war right now, because I already used it, I let out a roar. Mm-hmm. Rayon uh,
4: lands,
2: na- <laughs> li- lands on the side of the debris, lets out a roar, and um, the silence that once uh, covered this area, you begin to hear birds chirp, insects. They start to come back immediately after Venom Fang's death. The fog dome that once covered this entire area, Immediately starts to disperse.
1: Adrian, you see Rigel just sort of pop out from behind the tree with like the starting of a fireball in his hand. I, I just heard someone fall. Was that Ryan? Do I uh, do I throw this? I don't think Ryan is quite that heavy.
5: I don't know. Have you seen uh, him lately? I, I
1: don't know. Yeah. Jesse's hmm. armor weighs like three times what I weigh, so...
3: Hey, uh. I'm not fat. It's all this fur. <coughs> hey, I said you right, I'm P-H-A-T, okay?
6: I'm gonna come up on top and take also a look
3: down. I still can't spell. Yeah, so you take a
2: look down, and um, <laughs> the, the time before when you looked down, you could see a, a nice treasure hoard uh, down at the bottom. However, it is covered in rubble now. Uh, we'll take care of that. We'll get in there. Uh, and the treasure you? horde, uh, the way it looked before uh, the rubble, it looked a little something like this. Mm. Oh, yeah. We're getting in
3: there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan wouldn't even bother looking at the treasure. He's going to like Look he's gonna at do the some cool shit. He's going to run across the edge. He's going to run across the... Oh, there we go. There we go. Run across the edge here and then fly all the way back to Wolfie. Wolfie yeah. lays
2: motionless on the ground Rigel you are no longer feared
5: is like gonna do the old kick it in the head make sure it's dead you get a you give it a couple good swift kicks
2: um, it is certainly dead the um, the tower walls have now crumbled to mirror five feet difficult terrain to climb over it, so you manage to climb over no problem. This massive body of dead uh, green dragon um, is just laying there motionless.
4: Mm. Um,
0: I feel like uh, there's a lot of things we want to do. I wonder if we should let Ryan have his emotional moment with Wolfie first.
6: I think we should get indoors and maybe just find a place to hold up for a little bit.
5: we we, we, got, we got a little bit of time. Let's get, let's get Brianna's
4: moment. Absolutely.
2: Wolfie says, I love you.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wolfie says, why? I thought you were going to kill us all, Leo. <laughs> Man, those breath There's... recharges were just, uh, they went so well to start, and then I couldn't hit any at the end.
6: Yeah, I, I yep. think if you got one more, uh, I think there would have been a couple of us would have been toast.
3: Yeah, I don't think we would have survived uh, another breath attack. Like, we, we were out of everything at that point. Well, I can't believe I, I was... missed
0: the dragon with a triple advantage shot twice.
3: Yeah,
6: that was insane. He only, had, he only had 15 hit points, and my my next move was going to be Gust of Wind just to blow the Fog away to see if someone could hit him.
2: <laughs> Ooh, gust of Wind only... would have been sufficient to uh, get yeah. rid of the uh, Fog. The Fireball, by the way, that damage was just oh, enough to help out Rayon with the Killing Blow. Everything
0: was just enough
2: that was that was amazing. Thirty-four points. Oof. Yeah, that fireball was
6: good. I'm
0: pretty sure we've had like sorcerers using yeah. their their meta magic to increase the damage, still not reach that.
6: And that that was that was a big that was a big fireball.
2: So, when in doubt. That Draconic Sorcerer, by the way, you know, 6th level, I don't know if that would have made a difference, but uh, he would be throwing his own fireballs if I didn't downgrade him to 3rd right before that session started.
0: It would have made a very big difference. I
2: figured it was a little overkill, so I tuned it down just a little bit. It's funny how little changes like that can make such a big difference.
0: I'm not sure that 3 character levels on an NPC is a little change.
2: I must say, like every battle so far in this campaign has been a challenge to make it a challenge, right?
6: You don't right. know where that line is, you know?
2: Between, because uh... you guys are getting pretty powerful, and um, the whole way through, it was just a, a matter of uh, tweaking it ever so slightly. But um, so. I it's mean, you also had fun.
0: to. You also had to deal with little friend pumping out all the temporary hit points all the time, but then sometimes not doing that.
6: Little friend saved our ass so many times.
2: Oh yeah,
0: but like also, I mean, how do you how do you build for that, Leo? Where sometimes the party has plus thirteen hit points every round, and sometimes they don't.
2: Yeah, you don't you don't you don't forecast anything like you, you have an idea of how things are going to go on any given session and then it turns out you know, completely different than what you thought. But um, yeah, it's fun. Um, OK, so Thunder Tree is now a little bit back to life. Now, Rigel, you did see a couple of twig blights in that area. So it's up to you if you want to stay in that uh, broken down cottage. But um, you have oh, a yeah. feeling that little eyes are watching your every move
1: second he got confirmation that it was a dragon that fell, he was going to,
2: to the group. Very well. Um, I and was what are ask, the rest of you going to do?
6: I was going to ask the rogue to check the door for traps.
0: Is Dan, there a door?
6: Is there a wall? <laughs> well, right here. He said the cottage is in one piece. Oh, um, yeah.
0: And I'll use my mage hand to do that. Meanwhile, I'm...
6: I'm going I'm to... out the way. Though.
0: I'm going to actually ask Fezzik, and I'm like gonna grab some plants, I'm like is is leaving this thing's body here like a problem? Is that gonna cause any
4: ecological issues? It's gonna like poison the land? (laughs) Where do you think you you take it? Yeah, I know a few places. There are lots oh, of places think... that will buy dragon parts.
1: Yeah, I'm not so worried about where we would take him. I'm mostly worried about how.
0: That's that's yeah. what I was thinking. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the big question. I, I just want to know if, because I don't really want to do the work to drag the, uh, drag a corpse this big out. But like.
1: Yeah, I mean, may, it breathes poison. See. Is it gonna poison everything? It. It will give sustenance to the life that's coming back, uh, though it worries me that that might be mostly giant spiders.
4: Yeah,
2: speaking of giant spiders, um, there are actually two directly to the left of the Mm -hmm. cottage. At the top of the hill stands a round tower with the cottage attached. Um, Both are in good condition. Well, not one of them. Um, The tower is not anymore. Although um, the door that leads into the cottage has several arrow-slit windows that are visible um, on the cottage and the tower. Well, I guess not so much the tower anymore. Um, Corpses of two uh, hideous giant spiders are sprawled near the edge of the pathway and uh, were apparently dragged there. Their bloated bodies are puckered and blistered and appear to have been mauled, And you figure that was done by Venomfang to keep any wanderers away.
4: The cottage door is closed. It appears to be unlocked. Mage Hand opens it up. You open the cottage door, and who's going to peer in? It looks like uh, Ove and Rigel are the
0: closest.
6: I'll, I'll get to the corner. Actually, I got that mirror, remember? I want to take right. the mirror. I want to look inside.
2: You look inside, and within the cottage contains dusty furniture draped in wedding. Nothing of value appears to be present as you look
5: in through the mirror.
6: just looking for a place that we could hold up for an hour just to take a little rest and maybe heal up a little bit.
5: Sure.
2: Yeah, the cobwebs um, inside this cottage appear to be just that. They don't appear to be um, anything else menacing within. And it appears to be in decent condition except for the collapsed tower attached. And that door is, um, is collapsed in on itself to the right. Mm-hmm. Other than that, um, it's a room that appears to be in decent condition. Alright,
6: well I'll let the group know. You know, maybe we wanna hold up for an hour, uh just take a short rest
4: before we move on. Yep, that sounds like a good good idea. So I'll just start setting up the uh the tiny hut
1: there.
0: Okay. Uh Adrian is actually going to forgo forego the short rest and start working on clearing out the rubble from the tower for in the
2: neck during the next hour. And what is Fezzik the Immortal going to do? Fezzik, by the way, thanks you for helping him rid the land of this menace, Venom Fang. And he tells you that he's quite confident that um, the troubles in Neverwinter were no doubt caused by Venom Fang poisoning the water supply that flows from the river um, that feeds into the ocean where Neverwinter lays. And. Um, yeah, like I said, he's quite grateful that um, that you've helped him do this. And Venom, Venom Fang, or pardon me, Fezzik the Immortal, was also the one that uh, the priestess Lee was uh, hoping that you would um, find and uh, check on his well-being.
5: Fezzik is always in tip-top shape.
0: <laughs> mm. Fezic is immortal. Uh yeah, Adrian uh will send Fezzik uh Sister Garilee's regards.
5: Fezic is Her. the only one that took damage. I'm pretty sure that didn't go well, sorry, they took a substantial amount of damage that didn't go down.
0: Hmm. <laughs> what 12 damage isn't substantial?
5: No. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> took like 35 or something. He did go down though. He went down, but he went back up. Oh, yeah. On his own.
5: True.
2: So it Um, looks like you guys are uh, setting up for a short rest. Is that right? Yes. Mm
5: -hmm.
2: Okay. And uh, Fezzik is going to opt to uh, help Adrian to remove the rubble. As um, he's a druid, of course, but um, he does like
5: shiny things, Fezzik the Immortal. I think Fezzik the Immortal would be more intrigued by the uh, corpse of the dragon. Oh, for
4: sure. Ears.
5: (laughs) Yeah, that's true, yeah. Anything that is of
2: value that would be uh, harvested from a dead uh, green dragon, uh, Fezzik would also be interested. So between that and removing the rubble and helping out the thief, that's what those two are going to do. I'm assuming Kepi is going to get nice and cozy in the hut? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very well. You managed to get through your short rest without any incidents. So go ahead and roll your hit die if you are damaged, which a lot of you are. And um... what do you get back you know, after a long rest? You get half your hit dies back. Is that
6: that is you know, correct? Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: That's after a long rest. But if you're just taking a short rest, you I only mean get after
6: late. a long rest. Yeah,
1: so oh yeah.
2: So it's uh it's past midday at this point. You did leave your campsite early in the morning to get to um, Thunder Tree for uh, around noon. So it's well into the afternoon at this point. The sun is um is beginning to um, sort of uh, go a little bit lower on the horizon.
3: Uh, during the uh, during the short rest, uh, Ryan Wolfie.
2: Oh, right. Yes. Go ahead.
3: Um, I don't I don't want to waste that, so I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. So um, Ryan is just going to kneel next to his body and just kind of pray over his body. And uh, he's actually going to use uh, Thaumaturgy. OK. To make his voice three times louder, and, uh, really, okay, and, and let out a roar to uh, send wolfie spirit up to the uh, up to the uh, unending uh, unending uh, planes there uh, to the
2: interesting. World. As soon as you let out your uh, extremely loud roar. You sort of hear birds flutter into the distance. And again, you hadn't heard any birds or insects, but you also hear various rustling coming from various parts of Thunder Tree. But you see no movement.
3: That's fine. He's just doing his duties. Okay.
2: And then after your uh, ceremony with Wolfie, are you going to join your companions in the hut?
3: Uh, No, nah, he's just going to take a short rest outside there.
2: Okay, so uh, yeah, anybody else, if you get um, abilities that come back on a short rest, any hit dice you want to roll, now's your time. I feel like clearing
0: out rubble is a very time-consuming task.
2: Yeah, it would take an entire hour, but you could get through to the riches that lay beneath. All right, anybody else?
3: How, yeah, how consistent is that roll? I rolled an 8, and 8, and an 8. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you know, did. Uh,
0: one in a thousand.
3: <sighs> uh. so, three,
2: three. You've all earned uh, a well-deserved short rest. What? And what? Uh, after you take a moment to um, eat some rations and uh, that sort of thing... You do hear the uh, thief, pardon me, the rogue, um, <laughs> shout with glee that between him and Fezzik, they have reached the riches beneath. Oh, nice. And uh, what lays in front of you after you clear the debris around it is a small hoard fitting for a dragon. Who's ready to write down what is listed beneath? Uh, the picture, by the way, it was a little deceiving. Um, there is a suit of armor. However, instead of that long sword, there is a hammer. Yes. Aww.
6: Okay. What? Well, um. Yeah. I'm ready to write down. So. All
3: right. Here we go. <laughs> Fine, federal <fiddle> physics. Nice.
2: Hmm. <laughs> okay. 800 silver pieces, after you count them all, are um, at the bottom of the tower. 450 gold pieces are scattered about. Two silver goblets with moonstones within. On goblets with moonstones? Yes you find two scrolls within. One appears to be a second level scroll and the other one appears to be a fourth level magic scroll. Okay, and what are they? It appears that they are the following spells. The second level one is a uh, Misty Step. Okay. And the Um... fourth level spell appears to be
3: Polymorph. Wow.
2: Okay.
3: Not bad.
2: But there's more. OK. There appears to be a suit of plate armor. Ooh. This plate armor is, um, is quite interesting. Um, it appears to be uh, there's some green tones to it, and it appears to be quite light in weight. Ooh, uh,
6: do we want to identify, can we just assume that we put everything in a pile and it was uh, whoever, uh, is it? Uh, Ketvia. Ketvia, right, you you could identify, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, between Ketvia identifying and uh, somebody else detecting magic, you're pretty confident that um, the, uh, The armor is magical. You also find the following three other weapons. The first is a fine looking short sword. The second is a battle axe. It is detected as magical, however, it looks extremely rusted. Okay, hold on, battle axe. Yes, so we have a fine short sword, a very old, rusting, rusty-looking battle axe, and it looks very out of place in a treasure sword. And you don't think it's magical. However, it does detect as magic. Okay. And then the last item is a fine war hammer with a golden gilded head and a uh, <laughs> handle wrapped in red leather.
3: Oh, Yeah.
6: Golden gilded, okay.
2: <laughs> and now you think... put the items together, you detect magic. Which would you like to identify first?
6: Let's go
0: okay, with
2: the Battle
3: Axe. Let's go with the Armor.
6: Okay, hold on. Which one are we doing first? except Battle Axe.
3: Right, battle, yeah, battle a-
4: that's
2: what a- i wrote a- down a- yeah, battle axe yeah i don't have a handout for this battle axe but it's described as this there are runes does anybody uh no no one does dwarvish right uh, I
1: think this came up before in you know letters yeah no we don't. i'm pretty hold sure
6: know hold on i mean i do, I can do have comprehend language it. yeah i could comprehend languages
4: very well
6: we a- as
2: a ritual so give me 10 minutes There are runes in Dwarvish on the axe, and it reads Hugh, H-E-W, Hugh. And the rust is misleading because Hugh is a plus one battle axe that deals maximum damage when the wielder hits plant creatures or an object made of wood. (laughs) Okay. The Axe's creator, there's actually some lore that you can discern from the Identify. The Axe's creator was a evil dwarf smith who feuded with dryads of the Neverwinter wood over a dispute over firewood that he was cutting. Whoever... whoever, Hmm... I don't know if I should read that. Yeah, I'll read that. Whoever carries the axe feels uneasy whenever he or she travels through the forest. So that's the battle axe.
3: I had a feeling that axe was going to be kind of cursy a little bit.
2: It's just an uneasy feeling when you pick it up and you um, uh, uh, identify it. Yeah, Okay, I'm what is the next item you would like to identify?
0: Well, the
6: suit of armor.
2: Yeah, sure. Very well. You identify this very light suit of armor, and it appears to be the following. Ooh. Might have to middle. open the window a little bit. Oh. Oops.
6: Armor heavy, uncommon. Mithril is light flexible metal. A mithril chain shirt or breastplate can be worn on. Under normal clothes. If the armor normally imposes disadvantage on dexterity, stealth checks, or has strength requirements. The mithril version armor mm. doesn't. So that's nice. Very nice.
2: No attunement, which is also nice because that is starting to come into play once you get to a certain level. Okay. And the next item you would like to identify, there's only two left. We have a short sword and the hammer. Let's do
6: the short sword.
2: Yeah, so the short sword, um, it does appear to be uh, very finely crafted, you think probably by elven hands, and uh, you wonder how Venomfang got a hold of this. But... um, It's just a standard uh, plus one short sword.
4: Okay.
2: All right. Yep. And last but not least, the hammer. This is the item, um, Bailey, that uh, we went back and forth a little bit about because I did want to get your approval. And um, I actually wanted an even more powerful hammer, but are you ready?
3: Yes, I am. The hammer hammer reveals
2: itself to be the following.
3: Quake Hammer!
2: Who would like to read this out loud? Obviously the person's
3: going to use it.
6: So, the Quake Hammer. Plus two. Oh, shit. (laughs) What? That's nice gain a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. This hammer has nine charges. While holding it, you can smash this hammer into the ground as an action and cast Earth Tremor from it. For one charge, you cast the first level version of the spell. You can increase the spell slot by one for each additional charge you expend. Quick regains 1d6 plus 3 expended charges daily at dawn. If you expend Hammer's last charge, roll a d20 on a 1. The weapon crumbles into ash and it is destroyed. And Earth Tremor is a uh, basically you cause a tremor in the ground in a 10-foot radius. Each creature other than you in that area must make a Dexterity saving throw on a failed save, creature takes 1d6 bludgeoning damage and is not prone. If the ground in that area is loose or earth or stone, it becomes difficult terrain until cleared. At higher levels, when you cast a spell, use the spell slot a second level or higher. Damage is increased by 1d6
2: for each level above one. So if you wanted to, you could expend all nine charges and cast Earth Tremor at a ninth level spell slot.
4: Which is
2: That's not crazy. worth it. Yeah, no. no. I and mean, at the that DC, point... by the way, is uh, the users based on um, your DC. Based on which one? <laughs> uh, we'll say wisdom, sure. Yeah, because all of us two different ones. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, no, the real question is, does Ryan yeah. want to steal that?
3: What the hammer? Yeah. Um,
6: well, the hammer. So... I I, I got to give something up, so I could offer the clock. So, so I got well,
3: what's a one-handed uh, what's a one-handed uh, hammer, anyways? For damage. Warhammer is a deep. So. Be the same. Than what than I'm doing is just gonna be blunt instead of. Well, no, it'll be a plus one more. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the armor. I could really cool. use
6: it because I don't have the strength.
3: Well, about this, i re- wait. You you don't have the strength to wield it.
1: No, I have the strength it to wield it quite as
5: well.
3: Oh, okay. But no, no, you take the hammer. Two. I got. The, I gotta get a magic sword, anyways. Okay. Not to mention, I still got that elf double-bladed thing that I'm still deciding whether or not to use. <laughs>
2: Rayon, you got a plus-one magical sword in, like, the second session, so...
3: <sighs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Don't yeah.
2: tell me you need a magical
5: sword.
3: I'm, no, I'm saying no, I don't. I say I also oh. have the elf blade, too. That can oh, decide. I see what you mean. Yeah, I, don't, no, I don't I'm fine. I, I was, I was, I'm still shocked that I still have the damn thing.
2: I'll be um, honest with you. This hammer is 100% designed for the cleric.
3: Oh yeah 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 no 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 I don't want I don't want the armor I would rather have the armor trust, trust me
6: So I got to give up the clock I think Yeah I got to give up the clock who could use the clock
0: uh, Anyone Literally <laughs> <Yeah>. anyone
6: <laughs> All right well I mean the clock is here so whoever decides to take it take it
3: Can you pop the clock up real quick Yeah for sure it's
5: just right to here. show our fans all. save, I think, a 10. Like, one of your rolls becomes a 10 automatically. Yeah.
2: Clockwork yeah. Amulet!
6: It's a pretty good item. I mean, it's really good. It's saved me a couple times. Especially with wisdom saving throws, because I got a plus 8, so I just automatically get an 18.
2: Every time you've used it, I'm, I'm surprised that you remembered about it, because I would have forgotten.
0: Honestly, but, this... This could be pretty good for someone who needs to guarantee a hit.
3: Yep. And the, for those yeah. of you who can't read it, it's it basically you forego your one d twenty roll and you automatically get a ten.
6: Yep. And I got the wand of the war mage, which is attuned, and the ring of protection. So. Yeah, Ryan. Which saves my ass.
3: Ryan has an attunement slot available,
1: actually. Adrian, it would be like a like a one use of reliable talent early.
0: Yeah, but I w- I would probably use it on an attack roll where yeah. I have advantage, where I'm just like, you know what, I know it has an AC of like 18 or
6: lower, I hit, yeah. take all this damage. Yeah. So, um, Leo, are we pretty much done for the day.
2: Uh... Yeah, I mean, um, as far as the short rest, you managed to get through it. Um, you take a good um, assessment of the uh, the the dragon's horde, and you collect all the coins, and uh, you can divvy up the uh, the magic items as you wish.
3: Money, money, money.
2: And you can even attune to items if you uh, if you were wanting to do that. I don't mind um, if you were going to do that before uh, you venture out. But um, at the very end of the short rest, you start to hear rustling in the bushes and the forest all around you. I mean, I think
0: we know who's taken the plus one short sword.
3: Hi, what is The thief?
0: It's actually not an increase to damage. It's basically the same as my rapier, except it's better accuracy. <laughs> so,
6: Lord knows I can use some accuracy.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I don't want to uh, overdo it with the uh, treasure because um, there's enough as it is for uh, Bailey to contend with. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a fairly uh, generous dragon horde, nonetheless. I mean, mithril
0: plate armor is really good. Trying to find it, because now we have a a set of probably damaged plate mail that we can sell.
3: Oh yeah, I've have I've gone down how many times in this armor? <coughs> Gone down, what, and, three, uh, four times?
2: One thing before I forget, it's about you, Ketvia. During that last short rest, you've managed to make a breakthrough with the arm blade that was uh, broken off one of the Warforged back in Coneyberry. And you are able to um, wield this arm blade on your own. You've managed to uh, figure out how to make use of it. And uh, if you were to use it, it is a light finesse weapon. Uh, it will do D8 points of uh, slashing damage, as well as 1D4 poison, as long as you can find poison to pump into it on every hit. And it is considered magical. All right. Oh, nice. nice. Um,
3: how, much, how much AC is the armor? 18.
4: 18.
0: It's plate mail, same. Where's the... Same as normal plate mail. It's
2: It's kind of like what um, Inti was doing with the uh, armor. Like, the the armor class is high enough for you guys. Even though I wanted to get dreads even higher, it it was a wise choice to limit that because it just gets ridiculous otherwise. I I understand what you uh, your stance Mm -hmm. is. I understand that. But uh, yeah, if you wanted to complete your short rest, um, I don't mind finishing up a little bit early tonight because um, I still have a, a few things lined up for you in Thunder Tree. Did you want to finish up a little bit early tonight? Yeah, okay.
6: yeah. I That's got fine. a, you know, okay. Warhammer plus two and
2: two
6: equipment.
2: What happens though? I will reveal what happens at the end of the short rest. Um, you do hear um, a lot of rustling going on outside of the building. And it was all quiet up until this point. However, it is becoming late in the day and the, the sun is just about to set. And then you start hearing um, a, large, a loud banging so- sound coming from the left. And is anyone going to emerge to see what is going on?
0: Uh, yeah, that's going to be me uh, emerging so silently.
2: Okay so you you quietly creak open the door and you take a peek outside. And uh, what you see to the left is uh, this door right to this building and uh, the building is uh, described like this. It is a, a there's a weathered signboard by that door of the building um that is faded and it shows a image of a work workhorse holding a flagon of ale the building is sagging and dilapidated but it is more intact than some of the other uh ruined buildings around you and you see the door that was once closed to this building off to the left um it's actually wide open now. So someone has actually opened this door. And you can hear this sort of clanging sound, like, bang, 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 bang. And then you hear a voice. And I'm assuming, um, do, does anyone speak uh, uh, Sylvan, by chance?
6: Uh,
2: undercommon. It's okay.
3: Sylvan.
2: Sylvan. is like Listen. Elvish. Very similar <laughs> to Elvish.
3: Yeah, it's high. It's uh... Yeah, it's like celestial elvish almost. It's,
0: it's the Fae language.
3: It's yeah. Not celestial, really. No, it's Fae.
2: So it's sort of a dialect of Fae. So even if you can't understand Sylvan, you can sort of understand that there is a female voice and she is saying, Come out, come out. Bang, bang, bang. Come out. And emerging from uh, within that building is a number of, um, uh, I don't know what you could call them, I guess the number of um, of uh, humanoid-looking figures, and they slowly emerge one by one. Oh, no. And what yeah, you perfect. see is a familiar, ugly-looking, undead face. However, these? Uh zombies are covered in a thick layer of ash. And every time they make a step, thud, thud, you can see this layer of ash sort of poof as they walk. And they look around in all directions. And they are looking for a target. Suddenly, um, Adrian, you sort of hear this, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's sort of a, a, a whooshing sound. And it goes from one tree to another, like bamfing, like boof, boof, boof. And you can hear this whooshing sound. And then down below, you hear another door uh, creak open. And emerging from that building after the same voice says, come out and play. Bang, bang, bang. Banging on, uh, sounds like metal on metal. You're not sure what it is. Emerging from that building more of these undead fiends. And then you hear that bamfing again. This is all happening like really fast. So you're just sort of emerging. Uh, you're, you're seeing these, these figures emerge. And then over to the far left, you can hear whispering from this female voice. And you can't understand what they're saying, even though you have very good passive perception. But you hear a voice respond and it's just kind of like eh? 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 and then suddenly these two large trees begin to shift and move and they begin to move forward towards the center often to the other side of uh the area, you hear that bamfing again, like one tree to another. It's like <laughs> very quick. And then you hear another door open. And then she says, come out and play, kitty kitty. And then emerging from that, you see this little, I shouldn't say lizard, You, I shouldn't say little, but you see a lizard pop its head out. And it kind has got this long tongue and it tastes the air. And it it senses something. And then the body of the lizard fully emerges from the building, and it steps forward. And then behind it, you see another one of these lizards stepping out. And it looks a little something like this. It has numerous long legs, a long neck, and its eyes almost look like glass as it tastes the air. And they begin to move towards the center of Thunder Tree. Last but not least, oh, yes, there's more. You start to hear bushes where Fabric was slain. And uh, sure enough, a number of twig blights emerge. And they begin to move towards the center. But there's more. You look over to the far side. Uh, What else we got? Oh, there's more. And another group of twig lights off to your left begin to emerge around this little building, and they also are um, sort of encouraged on by that female
3: voice. I don't think we took a long enough rest, guys. And that is where we will
2: pause for tonight.
3: That
6: rusty axe might come in
3: handy.
2: Um, all of them seem to have one okay. purpose, and they are moving towards the tower that you are in.
3: Thank you for listening to the Friday Night Dice Podcast. Please stop by our webpage at fridaynightdice.wordpress.com for all the links to our media pages, which includes Twitch, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Twitter. Hope you join us next time in our campaign. Thank you and have a good day.